You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Happy Happy New Week. Happy Almost Travel Tuesday. How are you doing down in Texas? Things are going well. The weather's been a bit cold, which I wasn't expecting. I didn't pack for cold weather. So that's been a little bit of a pain because I don't like being cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but today it's nice. I hope, I think it's going to get cold again tomorrow and then hopefully we'll be good. Okay. All right. Well, for everyone who's listening, welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into those tourist traps. My name is Stephanie and I'm with my co-host, Katie Hilton. Today's episode involves two things Katie and I both love, New York City and cocktails. Yes. Love a good cocktail. What's your favorite cocktail? I, as basic as it sounds, it's an Aperol Spritz. When I go out, I get an Aperol spritz. But then when I'm like going out, out, I just get Tito soda with a lime. Very basic. What about you? Very basic. I knew that about you. I just didn't know if anything changed. Yeah, Thank no. Thank you for. No. We tried to get into the Negronis. I can't do it. Yeah, I remember that. And it was just wasn't good. They're just not good. I ordered a Negroni once thinking it was an Aperol spritz. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful. I think I sent it back. Well, I, well, I found out that, that it was the wrong drink, but I was like, I'm cool. I can drink an Aperol. I can drink a, what is it called? A Negroni. A Negroni. It's been one of those days, Stephanie. Yeah, um, she's... And I just couldn't. So I sent it back. Um, but I love a good spicy marg and an old fashioned. Yes, you do. And I'm, you really rock the old fashioned. I feel like when you order it, people are like, oh, okay, like this girl can hang, you know? Well, there's only one way I know how to order it. So it's not super impressive, but you know, if people are impressed, I'll take don't, it. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, I'll take it. But today's episode, our guest really inspired me to venture out, try some new things, maybe get into daiquiris. We'll see. We'll see. All right, today we have Camille Wilson on the podcast. She is the cocktail snob and your new go-to mixologist. Whether you're a cocktail guru, enjoy a drink every now and then, or fall in between the two, you need to go follow her on Instagram. Uh, She's the best content creator. Read her blog because she has amazing recipes, cool gadgets, great recommendations for day drinking, date night, girls night out, whatever you can think of. She's become a household name for Stephanie and I and our friends because during quarantine, she has helped us get through some really hard times. We haven't been able to get out and go to happy hours. She's shown us that it really is truly easy to get that perfect craft cocktail at home. You can have your own happy hour, whatever time of day it is. She's worked with brands like HH Bespoke Spirits and Vodka Mariette. She also has a full-time job at NYU. How does she do it? We don't know. We don't have the answer for that. We love her not only because she knows how to get a good buzz, but she's down to earth, genuine, and she makes us laugh so hard. So let's grab a taxi as we enter the city once again. All right, everyone. We are back in New York City because we're never going to have too many New York City episodes. This time we are with someone who not only is going to share the local lowdown, but we're also going to make her share some cocktail recipes because something tells me she has a few up her sleeve. Camille Wilson, thank you so much for coming on today. We can't wait for you to talk about all things New York City. 
Before we get into the local lowdown, we would love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Camille. I am a New York City-based cocktail blogger and content creator. And I started my blog, it's called The Cocktail Snob, about two years ago as a way to just help people create their own happy hour at home. I find that there's a huge misconception that you have to have like tons of ingredients, expensive tools to make good drinks at home. And that's just really not the case. So on my blog, on my Instagram, I just show people how to make quick, delicious drinks, mocktails, cocktails, all of the above. So Mm -hmm. that's a little bit about me. Yes. And I love it. You really like break it down Barney style. Like this is how you make this. I I love it. It's great. What's your favorite cocktail? Uh, My favorite cocktail is a daiquiri, which a lot of people think is like the frozen pink drink. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Well, that's one type. <laughs> the classic daiquiri is just rum, lime, and sugar. That's that's pretty much all it is. It's super refreshing. You can probably knock back like three in a row, and then <laughs> problems will happen later. But <laughs> you'd feel good at the time. Did you used to be a bartender? No, I've never bartended. I don't think I could hang. Like I, I just can't move that quickly. <laughs> oh Literally, <my> God. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I would want to just like taste all the drinks all day. So I don't think it would be the right. Yeah, thing. yeah, and food. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So before we get in, where are you from originally, and what brought you to New York? So I'm from Yonkers, New York, which is literally like right outside of the city. It's one of the suburbs of New York City. And grad school actually brought me here. I went to undergrad at Temple in Philadelphia and I didn't love it there. Like it wasn't into, cause when you're not 21 in Philadelphia, you can't do anything. Like bowling on a Friday night, at least back then it wasn't, you couldn't do it if you weren't 21. It was crazy to me. So I knew I wanted to leave there once I graduated. And then I got into grad school in New York. I only applied to grad schools in New York and that's what brought me back. And I, I wanted to be closer to my family anyway. So here I am still like 11 years later. Oh, wow. You've lived in the city for 11 years. Yeah. 11 years. Can't believe it. One of them in a pandemic too. Were you like glued in your apartment? (laughs) Yeah. Still kind of am, especially because like, you know, work from home is my reality. And then everything with the blog, like I can do it at home. I take all my pictures in the living room. I make drinks in the kit, like there's really no need for me to go outside. Yeah. Wait, that's another thing that I was thinking. Like, I feel like the pandemic was really great for your page because so many people had to make cocktails yeah. in their home. Oh my gosh. I hate to like, <laughs> to say it, but it like, it benefited me in so many ways. Like yeah. people were like, how do I do this? Camille knows. Let me go like find her. Oh um, my gosh. You should have done cocktail kits and like sent them out. That would have been fun actually. Next pandemic will help you do it. <laughs> okay. We'll, do, we'll help you. <laughs> You're hired, both of you. (laughs) Okay, New York City, not really a question, but one, why should someone consider coming to New York to visit? And then two, where should we stay? Do you have any hotel recommendations, Airbnbs in certain neighborhoods? Yeah, Yeah, I think New York is like, I don't know, this is going to sound so cliche, but I really think there's something for everyone because it's just full of like culture. Every neighborhood, every borough is a little bit different. So even if you've been here more than once, I feel like you're still going to discover so many new things. And I think with New York, like there's so many free things to do that are actually fun. Like you can 
go on like the Staten Island Ferry and see the Statue of Liberty like pretty close and that's 100% free. Like there's just, there's something for everyone. And it's like, even if you have kids, if you're just coming for like a girl's trip, like there's really something for everyone. And I, I don't know, I, I highly recommend. I had my bachelorette party there and Stephanie and I both want to move. I'm a little bit later, later in life though. So I have like a husband and things, other people that I need to convince, but I'm working on it. I'll help you. I, <laughs> oh, great job. Camille, I, I you stop. I'll hit you up every day. <laughs> no, you just let me know who I need to speak to and when. Ryan <laughs> Brown. I will give you his number. Um, Perfect. Um, love it. Thank you in advance. And then where are we staying? Yes. So, okay. I, there are great Airbnbs in New York, but I am definitely a hotel gal. Like mm-hmm. I just, I like luxury. I think when you get to a certain age, you're just like, I, I don't really know what to expect from an Airbnb. And I think sometimes, even though Airbnb, I think you get a lot of bang for your buck. Sometimes the host will kind of like trick people that aren't familiar with the city. They'll say like, oh yeah, it's like five minutes away from Midtown. And it's like in New Jersey, you have to take a boat and a plane and a train to get to like the center of the city. So I I just say hotel. I think staying downtown like in the Soho area is a great option. The James Hotel is really great. I also really like Hotel Hugo. They both have really nice rooftops. The rooms are nice. Like I'm just all about luxury. Like. Like, seriously, I am too old to be like at a hostel in some rundown area. Like I just, I need luxury. So I I recommend Soho. It's super easy to get around the city from there. Just nice hotels. Are there any maybe budget friendly options that you know of? Yeah, actually, there are a few. There's one called the Public Hotel. They, it's like a boutique, but they have like, I think that they're called like efficiency rooms or something like that. So they're smaller, but it's like for people who aren't going to spend like a whole ton of time at the hotel. Like you want to go out, you want to explore the city. So you have a small room, comfy bed, like you, it's small, but you can like, they maximize all the space. You have a place to store your luggage and you're going to be out of the room. So it's fine that it's small. Um, The Moxie Hotel is another one like that. They even have rooms with like bunk beds. So if you're, you know, in a city with friends, you can like easily split it, super affordable. And like most, there's a few of them and they're mostly in like, really popular areas that have like great food, good nightlife. So between the public and the moxie, I think those are super duper affordable. And there's, um, what's it called on top of one of them? The magic. Yeah. The magic that has the hour. pink bunny. What's it called? Magic. I think it's magic hour. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's on yeah, top we- of the moxie in they say it's Times Square, but it's like a little bit uh, south of Times Square. It's it's cute. It's very expensive, but it's very cute. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was fun for the little time that we had there. But I have seen those hotels that are like super tiny, and the hotels hotel rooms are so tiny, and they're like bunk beds. And like sometimes I'm like, should I just book a plane like a plane ticket and just say Ryan, we're my husband, should, we're going this weekend and just book a hotel room in one of those because I mean they're tiny and I'm pretty sure I looked at some of the rooms and it was like no door for the bathroom, but yeah, you know. they're they're some of them are weird, but you know if you're looking to save money and you know you're not going to be in the hotel room the whole time, I think it's yeah. a good option. And then before we move on to our next segment, what is your favorite borough? Oh my gosh. I think it's Manhattan. Okay. I, I've lived only in Manhattan for these 11 years and people have tried to convince me to move to Brooklyn. My boyfriend has tr- said like, let's move to Brooklyn. And I'm just like, nope, 
I love Manhattan so much. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, now that we have a pillow for our heads, let's move on to my favorite segment, where to eat. So Camille, what are your top three restaurants in town? Oh my gosh. So number one is always going to be always and forever is Jacob's Pickles. Ooh. Have you guys heard of that one before? Or no, I'm about to no, never. Okay. It's basically Southern comfort food. Um, it's on the Upper West Side and it's just, it's just amazing. They're known for their fried chicken and they give you huge portions. So it's like, every time I go there, I get excited because I'm like, this is going to be my lunch tomorrow. Like, it's just, it's just so good. Like brunch, lunch, dinner, any meal I, I recommend. The drinks are great. And it's one of those places where it doesn't matter for me. It doesn't matter what I get. It's amazing. Like it just tastes great. Super. Oh, it looks, they have a Bloody Mary and it has a hard boiled egg on it. Oh my gosh. They go like big and dramatic with everything. I'm so glad that you love Southern food because we talk to a lot of people from the North and they're like, what are grits? So how did like fried chicken and banana pudding, like, did you just automatically just love it when you tried it? (laughs) Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How could you not? (laughs) Yes. And I, I think living in New York, like, even though we're way north, I feel like there's just so many different people in, like, different specialty restaurants. So you kind of just, like, bump into stuff. Like, there's, like, a Thai restaurant out every freaking block here. I don't know. You just, like, you end up trying things that, like, maybe if you lived in a different city, like, those things just wouldn't be readily available. But New York has mm-hmm. everything. So it's, like, banana pudding. Yeah, love it. Fried chicken, biscuits, grits. Jacob's gravy. Made me like grits. Because I didn't love them the first time I had them, but I love theirs. It's so good. They put cheese in it. It's, it's great. Ooh, I love a good <laughs> cheesy grit. Yes. That's an amazing recommendation. And I like the name of it too. Yeah. Jacob's Pickle. And then other restaurants I love. There's one um, in Harlem called Fumo, uh, which is like an Italian place. They have great pizza. Um, I actually just went there for brunch on Saturday with my boyfriend. We like ate outside. It just like their drinks are great. They have a spritz. It's like an Aperol spritz, but like a little bit better. I don't know what they add to it, but it tastes oh, amazing. Everything, everything is so good. I, we've gotten takeout from there so many times. And what was that one called? FUMO. F-U-M-O. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm having FOMO. <laughs> Just <laughs> good, one. good one. Good <laughs> one. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. And then I think one place I would recommend, like for brunch, would be this place called Zengo. Z e n g o. It's I don't know if they still do this because you know with the pandemic, so many restaurants have been like, you know, hit really hard. But back in the day, they used to do this fifty dollar deal, which was unlimited food and drink. For like two hours so it's like small plates but everything is so good it's everything from like eggs benedict to like literally ever anything anything you want small plates and it's like nice when you go with a group of people you just like get everything and you share it and they just keep bringing it to you oh Food, drink, my god everything. amazing i would bring a tupperware and put it <laughs> under the table yeah yes, this is actually so embarrassing i can't believe i'm sharing this but in high school or maybe it was like freshman year of college my boyfriend and i at the time we went to when i forget what it, it was either like chilies or applebee's somewhere where they had like unlimited appetizers it doesn't sound like you at all it doesn't. And we brought Tupperware and we literally kept ordering the mozzarella sticks and like we would put them in the Tupperware wow. and I'd put them in my, I brought like a tote bag. 
I mean, listen, there's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> no. That's sufficient. It is, right? But I would do that at Zengo. What was it? Zengo? Zengo, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I hope sounds... we're still around, but. That sounds yeah, fingers so crossed. We're hoping to like make a trip in the next couple of months and we're, oh, we've got a busy itinerary and I'm going to be really upset if you suggested this and we can't go. I'm going to be upset. It is so funny <laughs> though. Like, I feel like we can interview like how many people in New York and like no one will say the same three or the same, like not even like the same one, you know, there are just uh-huh. so many places in New York, but it's, I have to ask Levane cookies. I've asked everybody this. Tell me about them. Okay. So I love them. I love Levane. There's, there's always a line. They actually opened the, a bigger location. So the, there's not as much of a line. So for me, I'm not a huge chocolate person, which, you know, whatever. People judge me. It's fine. <laughs> You're but, a cocktail person. Right. I, I know about the drinks. Yeah. But for me, my favorite thing to get there is the oatmeal raisin cookie. That oh. is the best one. Because I think people judge them off the chocolate chip and some people hate them. And they're like, mm-hmm. I don't understand what the hype is about. The cho- I think it's good. Like I like chocolate chips, walnuts, but the, to me, the oatmeal raisin is like the best cookie I've ever eaten in my life. That sounds so. so good. That's actually so funny. My sister and I were just talking about like justice for the oatmeal raisin cookie. I feel like it gets a bad rep it and nobody good. likes it because it's not chocolate chip, but like it's, it's, it's good. good. Yeah. It's a grandma cookie or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's not too sweet. It's kind of like, it's got a great texture. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like raisins, you sort of just like chew them up and you just swallow them <laughs> like really quickly. Yeah. yeah. I thought like for the chocolate chip cookies at Levain, there was no texture and it was just so sweet. And I make sure I eat dessert every single night. Um, <laughs> and it was just too sweet for me, but yeah. I'm, when we go, I'm getting the oatmeal raisin. And then I also heard that the banana bread was really good. I have not had the banana bread. I've had the cinnamon something, like the cinnamon loaf and the lemon cake, which are both really, really Ooh. good. Especially if you have them, you know, everything there, you can have it warm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think they ship now too. I looked it up. It's so expensive. <laughs> like I have some right now. <laughs> I wish. I wish. It's- but go tomorrow and get the banana bread and tell us how it is. Treat yourself. It's yes. Friday. You know, do you have any other restaurants? that you wanted to call out before we moved into the next segment? Yes. One last one. Yes. Tell us everything. (laughs) One other one that I love, love, love is Bubby's. Have you guys been there? No, but I'm going to Google it. Okay. Let's see. Amazing. Okay. So also, I don't know how to describe the cuisine because they have like a little bit of everything. They're really known for their biscuits and their pancakes. So those are like the two things that you like have to get there. Like their biscuits are buttery and like melt in your mouth. Amazing. And then the pancakes are, I think they're like, I don't, don't, maybe I'm lying. Like James Beard award-winning pancakes. They got some award. I Um, am sharing my screen. Do you see this? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, and it's cute. It's on the little corner. Look at her. Oh my God. That looks so good. So share my screen. (laughs) It's yeah. Yeah, It's really good. They have good drinks. They have good music. They used to have two locations and I think one of them just didn't survive the pandemic, but there's Mm -hmm. no one in Tribeca and it's just amazing. 
so good. My husband this morning woke up and he was like, I want pancakes. And I was like, Ooh, I, I have time. I can make you pancakes. <laughs> and then I was like getting ready. Like I was, I was, I was getting ready for the day, you know, getting really dressed up yeah. and he comes out and he goes, no need. I already ate some cereal. And I was like, well, I also wanted pancakes. So why did you just do that to me? <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. He's a crazy person. <laughs> Yeah, hungry. Couldn't wait anymore. Rude. Okay, on to the next segment. Um, where are we getting some good cocktails? And I feel like you can't just say your apartment. <laughs> for the last year, this is where it's been. Um, one of one of my favorite places for drinks is called My Friend Duke, which is in the I guess you could call it like the Murray Hill neighborhood of New York. I love it there. Like the decor. That's a, so. In addition to the taste of the cocktail, I judge a place by their decor. Yes. This place has like velvet furniture. So it's like, it's made, it's all luxury. It's made for me. So I love it there. They have really great food. The staff is incredible. Um, I have to stop you. Yeah. It's permanently closed. (gasps) I, can I say, I knew this was going to happen and I, I like purposely haven't been on their website or their Instagram. Cause I'm like, no, no, I don't want to know if it's closed or not. Oh, I, when Katie oh. said, I have to stop you. I was like, what is she going to say? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it is summer. So oh, I love, I love every, all the pictures here. Um, Oh, that's, you know what? I'm glad you guys are here with me for this. <laughs> if I have to go at this alone, I don't know. Oh, um, you can't experience that type of loss by yourself. Oh my God. It, and it, it had only been open for like a year before the pandemic. So like, I remember going to the one year anniversary. I, I was very intoxicated that day because I know <laughs> bartenders now, they just give me free stuff. Wow. That's so sad. I, I feel Bum. awful that I had to tell, tell you <laughs> I that. to break the news. Yeah, it's okay. I'm glad someone told me because I was, I am an avoidant person and I just said, I'm just, yeah, I, am too. Oh, I did not mean to rain on that parade, but, but I just did and I can't take it back and I'm sorry. Fine. Please it's move okay. on. I'm going to move on from it. I'm going to tell my boyfriend about this because he's also going to be, he might cry too. I don't know. Get some tissues. Yeah, I'll, I'll be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, another place I love is in Harlem. It's called 67 Orange Street. It's, mm-hmm super cute. I love it. It's like a speakeasy style and the drinks are amazing. They have great music too. It's just cute. It's like a, I don't know, you feel really sophisticated when you're in there. Great, mm-hmm. drinks, great food. Are there any, so it's like a speakeasy. So mm-hmm. is there like a secret to get in or anything? It's like, it's, I wouldn't even call it like a real speakeasy. It's more like speakeasy style because when you, when you walk in at first, there's just like this red velvet curtain and then you go in, but there's no like fun password or like anything in the front that makes it look like a, like it's not a bar kind of looks like a house, but everyone knows it's a bar. What's the best cocktail you've gotten there? I can't remember the name, but it's a purple one. Like it's literally like a violet cocktail. And it's so, so good. I don't remember what it, I think it might be called like the color purple, color purple, something like that. Ooh. Really good. Um, and then another great place I love. It's actually the rooftop of one of the hotels that I mentioned at the James. It's called Jimmy at the James. It's so cute. There's a pool. There's like an indoor and outdoor rooftop. And again, like the furniture always gets me. It's just like mm-hmm. very chic, upscale. 
extremely expensive, but I, I think it's worth it. I think it's definitely worth the price. Yeah. Question on that. So like how much is an average cocktail in New York city? Oh my God. Like I would say probably like $16. Okay. And is that like, what if I ordered like a Tito soda or like, like how much would that be? Like 12 to 14, unless it's happy hour. Okay. (laughs) It's like, save your money. Or like bring a (laughs) flask, you know? Listen, I, I have done some things. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, when you go out, do you usually order like your daiquiri or do you, you do venture out? Yeah, I, I'll usually look at the menu and see like mm-hmm. what, you know, what's there. If anything sounds exciting, De- it depends on the bar. Like if it's an upscale place, usually I will like the menu. If not, the daiquiri is a great go-to. And then if it's a place that's like, mm, I don't think these drinks are great. I'll just order tequila, like meat just like straight to because it's like I don't okay okay Camille (laughs) hot in here (laughs) I don't want to waste money on just like something like because I you know the drinks are expensive so I don't want just like a bunch of juice and like a little tip of tequila I'd rather just like just give me a lime I'll squeeze it in there and like take my time and drink it and like enjoy myself you don't even Mm -hmm. need ice no okay what kind of tequila are you drinking because I want to try this have you ever had Casamigos? Casamigos. I knew you were going to say that. That's a good one. A lot of people have heard of that one. So I, I always, it's expensive, but I, yeah. I think it's a smooth one for sure. Is it, is that George Clooney's brand? Yeah. I think he sold it technically, I think, but um, he, he like started the brand I don't, some yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a pretty smooth guy. So he is. Mm. <laughs> Can you like tick through? different types of liquor and tell us like your favorite brand. So like, I would love that. So tequila, would it be Casamigos? I would say my actual favorite is probably Espolón. It's a little bit cheaper, like a little more uh, inexpensive. That's a really good one for whiskey, maybe Woodford Reserve, which is also really expensive. But Evan Williams is is an affordable whiskey that is also pretty good too. It's like $15 for a big bottle. Yeah, for the longest time, I thought it was like, you know, like what you buy when you're in high school still. But <laughs> recently I've found that like, it's a good bang for your buck. It, it really is. Yeah. yeah. For rum, I love rum. 10 to 1 rum is a really good one. I don't know if you guys have mm-hmm. heard of that. Mm-hmm. It's like a newer brand. Um, it's great. My family is Jamaican. So rum is like a, a big deal for us. Like we, <laughs> when you're a kid, they like make you sniff it when you're sick or like, oh, yeah. they, it, they cook there's like they use it for everything so rum mm-hmm. is like a huge deal so 10 to 1 is a great rum is it white or brown they have both they have white okay. and dark light and dark dark light and, light and dark. dark that's what you call okay what's what which one do you like yeah that's like picking like a favorite kid oh my uh, gosh I didn't know I think maybe the dark. I like the dark a lot. I love the smell of it, which is kind of weird. Like it just smells really caramelly and good. I don't know. I probably go with the dark. Okay. Moving on. Vodka. Tito's. Okay, good. Tried and true. Fan favorite for me. Always have a bottle here. Mm -hmm. And then what else is there? Gin. Gin. Oh, gin. Gin. So there's this new-ish gin. Have you heard of Empress Gin? The blue It's like bluish purple. No, that one is good. And it's like, not to be gimmicky, but it's a pretty, it's pretty. 
So if you mix it into a drink with like citrus, it turns pink. And then if you add like, I forget if it's like tonic water, it like turns another color. It's like really that's cool. And it actually tastes good. Like it's not doesn't taste like purple 54 or whatever. Like it it tastes like gin, which is great. Mm -hmm. Cool. One more question before we move on. Does liquor go bad? Because I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I have so much liquor in my house that I I mean, it's like four years old because we just don't drink because we just don't drink it. Also, we have Bacardi 151 and my husband the other couple months ago, he goes, I'm pretty sure they don't sell that anymore. (laughs) Oh my God. I have no idea. And we have it. I'm going to look that up later. (laughs) So that is a good question. I I did a little like Instagram, like infographic about it because people were asking. So if you, if it's unopened, it technically will never go bad. Like if it's unopened, like you're good to go. You can drink it 10 years, 20 years from now, you're fine. Once you open it, depending on what it is, you have like six months to a year before it goes bad but like by bad it just might the taste will change a little bit like you can still drink it but it might taste a little bit different than when you first bought it mm-hmm. but yeah once it's open you have like six months to a year that's like the rule of thumb so must, we're yeah. gonna have to throw a lot of stuff away right now um <laughs> cool good to know though any other cocktail places you want to shout out before we move on i'll shout out one more the Skylark, which I love. I don't know if you all heard of that one before. I think I've heard of that one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a rooftop in Midtown. Again, super expensive, but like gorgeous. You could take great pictures there. It's just like super cute. Super cute. Say our listeners are coming in from out of town and they want to go pick up a bottle of something. Do you have like a favorite little like liquor store or a shop to pop into to pick up something? Yeah, I love um, Warehouse Wines, which is downtown, like right in the West Village. Uh, they have everything. They literally have anything that you could ever want. They're super nice. If you have no idea what to get, they will help you. They'll show you where things are. But they re- they really just have everything in there. Okay. I love it. Okay, amazing. Well, now that we are full and we're tipsy from all the cocktails, let's now talk about things to do. So what are some activities around New York City you'd recommend someone to do while they're in town? I love recommending free stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. That's um, music to our ears. Right? Like New York is expensive. Like let's let's find some free things to do. One thing I love to do, I've even like my mom will come sometimes like spend a day with me in the city. I've taken her to Roosevelt Island and we go on, um, it's called a tram. So it's just like this like air train that takes you from, cause there, it's it's in Roosevelt Island is its own island, like separate from Manhattan, like there's water mm-hmm. in between. So it takes you over the water on this bridge. And then it's just beautiful. Like you take amazing pictures. And then on Roosevelt Island, it feels kind of like you're not even in New York anymore. It's like serene, it's peaceful. There's like a park. There's some really cute restaurants. Like you could, you could probably spend like half a day there. It's really, really nice. Did you like pack a picnic or what, what do you suggest doing? Just like kind of exploring? Yeah, I would say just like bring your walking shoes. Cause you could like walk around the whole Island, probably, probably less than an hour. And then there's like a cute pizza place, there's a pharmacy, just like cute little mom and pop shops that you can like get like a quick bite. And then go back to Manhattan where it's noisy and dirty. So. <laughs> love that. It's a good one. Shopping in Soho, I love to. 
Um, Soho is so different now. I've, I went there like a couple of weeks ago and a lot of the stores are closed, but it, it was like my favorite neighborhood to be in. Cause it's just like, they have a lot of boutiques, a lot of like just interesting places where you'll find things that you're like, where else in the world would I find like this little dress with the velvet and I don't know, tool or whatever. I don't know. They just have yeah, crazy yeah. stuff that's just cute. And then of course eating, like just bar hop. <laughs> I, I, that, that used to be my favorite activity, just bar hopping. Um, on the Lower East Side, there's like a ton of bars that have really great music. Um, I think that's fun. That's where you run into like all the characters that like make your trip fun, mm-hmm. make your trip to New York really fun. So of course, Central Park, you know, take a walk. It's huge. I'm not a big museum person, but I think that's also a great option too. That's pretty inexpensive. What do you think about doing the Statue of Liberty thing? It gets crowded. I think I've done it once. Um, It does get crowded. I say just go on the Staten Island Ferry. It's free. It takes you so close to the Statue of Liberty. You can get all your pictures in and then you come back to Manhattan and you're good. Like I literally went to Staten Island just so I could pass the, the statue and then came back. I didn't go into the island at all. No one really goes to Staten Island if you live in New York, but yeah, <laughs> great. What about the 9-11 um, museum? Have you ever been? I have, yeah. It seems like, I mean, it, obviously you're not going to go do cartwheels after you leave, but do you think it's something that you should do if you're here for like a four-day weekend? I would recommend it. It's super sad. It is so, so sad. But I think it's just like a a huge part of our history that, you know, is important to honor. Even if you don't go in the museum, I think at least seeing the memorial is pretty cool. You know, seeing all the names out there. Like, I think it's just like really impactful to go there and like, just, you know, just kind of experience it. Again, it's really, really sad. But for me, it was something that I just had to do as someone who's lived here for so long. It just felt really like it was like part of the history that I had to kind of explore and like deal with. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not for everyone, but I would recommend it. And even like the memorial outside, like mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful and it's very, Gorgeous. very emotional just standing out there. The impact, like just seeing all the names is like crazy to imagine like that many people who've lost their lives but I think it's like a way to honor those people you know they you know unfortunately lost their lives but I I don't know I just think it's something that we should do everyone even if you don't live in New York I think it's something that is like important to to just visit and pay your respects yeah we'll we'll do that next time we'll do that Stephanie <laughs> we need to do it because I've always been very nervous to go I feel weird saying like I'm excited to go so I don't know what to no say. we're not ex- I'm not excited but I do I do agree yeah. with you Camille I was it's, like what do I say to that what do I say to that uh, it's like something that you like need to honor like you yeah. you just need to do it as an American or yeah. you know not as an American just yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> I also documentaries so like that this is like right up my alley personally yeah oh, what's what kind of documentaries do you like oh my god all of them like i i don't know if you've ever seen that one uh it's called blackfish Black, something like that it's like about sea world it's a oh i cannot about, oh yeah yeah, yeah. About oh. How they like mistreat the dolphins and whales and stuff i i just i will watch any documentary period mm-hmm. <laughs> do you like murder <laughs> another question that you feel weird saying like you're yes i'm excited yeah 
Yeah. Love murder. Any mystery, <laughs> docu- like just every, just, I will watch anything. I just watched the one about, because I work in admissions. So I watched the one about the admission oh, scandal. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. We were going to watch that the other night. Okay. We're going to watch it tonight then. Yeah. I recommend. Okay. Perfect. Um, and then also send others our way too. My family makes fun of me. So I'm glad that you guys embrace the, with this, we're going to go down a rabbit hole, but I like, I have to ask, have you seen staircase? No, but I need to. I, okay. If you know me, I like, am not a very show person. Like I never rewatch anything. Like the thought of rewatching something like, is like, what a waste of time. I rewatched this three times. It is the creepiest. I couldn't get into it. What is it about? It's about well, one. It's, it's in, in Durham, Durham too. It's in Durham, North Carolina. So I feel like maybe that's why I'm like very intrigued by it. But it's about like this husband who I think killed his wife, but I don't really think he did. But she like fell down a staircase. You just need to watch it. I don't want to spoil anything. It's like an but owl. It's, yeah, it's, I can't it's, wait. No, you have to watch it. It's, it's really great. It's it okay. really captivates you. Um, Katie, I'm sorry that you didn't like it. No, I, I want to like it. There's so many people that did like it. What about Evil D- Genius? Did you watch Evil Genius? No, I've never even heard of Camille Wilson. Oh my god, I, we need to text you afterwards with a list. Oh, please, yeah. I want. Okay. Well, no, seriously, because what? First of all, you guys are coming to New York, so that's yes. what we've got. Yes. We have to go to Zengo. Yes. <laughs> yes, I need to watch the documentaries so we can talk about them. Yeah. Okay. So watch the staircase. If you, Mm -hmm. if if you're suggesting that and then evil genius. Okay. It is, it will blow your, I can't, it is so the ending. Can I just tell you? No, 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 don't, don't, don't. It is insane. Spoilers. You're not spoiling it. This guy doesn't realize he's on camera. Oh, at the oh. very end. I'll just I feel like that, that just kind of gave away a lot, but um No, no, he does no 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 no. It doesn't give away anything because okay. okay. um yeah, he's still chilling in the neighborhood. Um and then also <laughs> I could have been lying just now. Okay. And then um we recently just watched the documentary on the Cecil Hotel. It's in LA. Oh okay. yeah. Yes, this one is on my list. So I I work with students and they have this, they like watch shows together and they're like you have to watch this so we can discuss so like it's literally my homework assignment to watch it by next i think in two weeks so okay, i have that's some time i'll start it's- watching it too i tried to start watching it and then i just forgot about it no it's a good one okay. but if you have you watched how to get away with murder yeah mm-hmm. okay so- all right so let's talk after you watch it because <laughs> uh-oh no, yeah okay Okay. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. We've spent so much time on this. Um, (laughs) I guess we'll move into the next segment, which is the rapid fire round. It's rapid fire round. (laughs) What is the most Instagrammable place in New York City? Okay, I'll give you a rooftop. It's called The Crown. It is gorgeous. It's in Chinatown. I forget the name of the hotel that it's on top of because that's, you know, every rooftop is a hotel. But the rooftop itself is called The Crown. It is amazing. It just looks like the sky goes on for days when you're up there. And then one other place is while we were young. Yeah, while we were young, it's like this restaurant that has like, they have really nice glassware, like bird cups and swans and all kinds of craziness. So 
probably those two. What is your favorite pizza spot? Joe's. Joe's Pizza, number one. It's in Brooklyn, right? They have them all over. So there's a few in Manhattan. And then I think there's a, yeah, there's a few. I know there's one in Williamsburg too in Brooklyn. Yeah. I love pizza. Uh, What's your favorite New York City event? This one is hard. I I can't even think of events because it's been so long. But one that comes to mind is called Harlem Eat Up, which is basically just like a like a vendor like fair where it's like all the restaurants in Harlem just like show up to this park and let you like sample different like items from their menu and, and also small businesses. So like Harlem Chocolate Factory. And there's a company called Drunken Fruit that sells like fruit aged in alcohol. Like it's, they just, you just get to eat and drink. I remember going, I think in 2019, it was like the perfect day. It was like in the middle of May, they have like a tent where you, this is not rapid fire at all, but they have a tent <laughs> with a DJ. It's just really, really fun. And everyone's just, you know, coming to have a great time. And it, it just like, I don't know, it's because New York summer in New York is so great. So it's like, that feels like the energy that like, you know, carries you throughout the rest of the season. So it's really nice. Yeah. Is it free to get in? I think you have to buy a wristband. Like you buy a wristband, but then you can like eat as much as you want and drink as much as you want, which is amazing. That's mm-hmm. very good to know. Yeah. What's your favorite coffee shop? So I'm not a big coffee drinker. I don't like chocolate or coffee. I'm not either. I'm not I strictly yeah. cocktails. <laughs> yeah, yes, I drink cocktails. Even like I'm drinking wine and I'm like, eh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think probably my favorite is uh, this one that's right uh, across the street from me. It's called, I think it's pronounced Booney. It's B-U-U-N-I. It's like an Ethiopian shop. They have like lattes. I just had this strawberry rhubarb loaf. Didn't know that was a thing. It was so good. That sounds so good. Um, I'm going to remix this question. Where is the best place for an espresso martini? Ooh, good one, Stephanie. Thank you. Probably, probably, um, Tao. Have you heard of this like fancy schmancy place? No. Tao. It's like, (laughs) it's one of those like People go there to like show off a little bit. Okay, wait. I definitely have heard of this, but there's one in LA and I feel oh, like all yeah. the influencers like go there and like that's yeah. where they get seen. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Tell me your favorite wine and cheese spot. I would go with, I'm pretty sure it's called Bedford Cheese Shop, something like that near Unions. Have you been there? I've been to the one in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And it was yeah. just like a random place that my friend and I were just like walking back to our Airbnb one time. We were like, let's just go in there. It was, it was great time. Anyways, yeah, Union Station. Uh, Union Square, Union Square. Union Square, okay. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. You go downstairs. So upstairs, you know, you can just like buy the cheese. And then when you go downstairs, it's like romantic, dark, moody, just like very, a great date spot. I'm always looking for date spots. So it's, it's really cute. Yes, with the best lighting too, right? Right. Yeah. What's the best season to visit? Absolutely summer. Like hands down summer. I know some people probably would say winter because of the holidays, but I just think summer, the energy, like day party, just like, I don't know. It's just amazing in the summertime. People are happy. (laughs) Love to hear it because that's really when I want to go because I've never been in the summer. All right. Your favorite rooftop bar, which I think we just talked about, which was the crown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay favorite dessert spot 
I won't say Levain. I'm not gonna say Levain. Um, probably. Have you heard of Mama Fuku Milk Bar? Yes. Okay, that definitely would be one of my favorites. They have this like birthday cake truffle. They're like these just little tiny like bites of the perfect birthday cake. So good. They have actual cakes. They just have they have this cookie called the compost cookie. It sounds disgusting, but it has like pretzels, potato chips, maybe chocolate chip. I don't know. It's just like a bunch of stuff in there. And it tastes really great. I, I don't know. How it tastes amazing. So good. That sounds delicious. I'm thinking of like the birthday cake bites. Like, is it like Starbucks, the little cake pops like on steroids? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's yeah. like made with fresh ingredients. Though, yeah. Like know? on a whole nother level. Yeah. Right. Cool. What's your favorite local business? You can say multiple. Okay. One that I love is called Nilu. It's like a, it's like a gift shop um, uptown, N-I-L-U. It's, um, they just sell everything in there. It's just like super cute. I I went there, I think it was like right before the holidays. They had like these cute candle. It's just like they have like artisan products. So it's not stuff that you would just like find at a Target, which I love Target, but like, you know, it's stuff that is like handmade or hand poured candles. It's just cute stuff that would really make great gifts. Um, so I love them. I also really like uh, Strand Bookstore. I don't know if you, that's like a really popular bookstore in New York, but it's it's local. They just have books. They even like on the sidewalk during the warmer days, like there's just racks of books that cost a dollar. Just, just reminds me of Sex in the City. <laughs> I've never watched that show. Oh, it's bad. Maybe it's it's so good. You have so many shows to watch now. <laughs> I'm, I spend all my time watching documentaries. So I don't have time for like fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's a tourist trap? The number one tourist trap. So everyone's going to say Times Square, but I'm going to give a different one. I'm going to say Hudson Yards, <laughs> which I think is going to be, might be the new Times Square. I like, I like it. It's, it's like, just like a mall, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a new neighborhood that they've been building for like, I don't know, 20 years or something. And it's, there's a mall, there's this thing called the vessel that you can like, it's like this new, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like a thing where you can like, it's like a structure that you can climb up the steps and it almost looks like a honeycomb kind of thing from the outside. It's really cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And they have this other tourist attraction called the edge, which is like, uh, there's something similar in Chicago where you can like, it's like the tallest observation deck that you can actually walk out on. Mm -hmm. And it looks like you're just kind of like floating in the air or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just think it's the newest tourist trap. (laughs) It's not- Yeah, you're ahead of it. Yeah, I don't, I think, um, I know a lot of stores were affected by the pandemic, but I just think, I don't know. It's just not that exciting. Yeah. You know, it's crowded. I agree. We went there on my bachelorette party. I didn't actually go on in the actual like structure, but we went in like the mall area and it was just like, okay, it was just it's fine. Yeah. Could have done without it. Deal about it too. And it's like, it's cute. It's, it's new, but it's, I don't know. It just sucks your money. Yeah. yeah. All right. Before we wrap, what is your number one travel tip you'd like to share with our listeners? So it could be a resource you use, a mantra, a travel product. One piece of advice I would say is keep a change of clothes and underwear in your carry-on. 
because if you've ever had lost luggage before, it really sucks when you can't change your underwear for, you know, when or brush like, your teeth. Yeah. Like there's just, just like keep some like emergency stash in your carry on. Cause that's, you know, that's my advice. Smart. <laughs> and where can our listeners find you on social media? Yeah. So I am at the cocktail snob underscore on Instagram. That's where I share all my recipes and my obsession for glassware. Um, mm-hmm. So follow me there. I'm not really active on Twitter or Facebook, but I have them too. Yeah. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been so great. We can't wait to come visit you and um, we'll catch up soon about all of the documentaries that we need to, that we need to catch up on. Yeah. Make a list. Amazing. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was really fun. Yes. And that is a wrap on New York city. We promise we won't do another New York city episode for a while. Um, We have big news for a while for a while. For a couple weeks. Just kidding. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to these podcasts. If you found value in this episode, please share it with your neighbor, your cousin, your sister, anyone who is interested in visiting New York. Next week, we're going to be on the West Coast again. We're going to be traveling to Las Vegas, baby. Don't know what to expect, but uh, Ivana Jorgensen is going to take us there and it's going to be a wild ride. I can already feel it. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But until then, have a great week and we will see you soon. Sayonara. Sayonara.